The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 14th of October. In your Squeeze today, questions about Victoria's roadmap. New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian digs in. Facebook's policy on Holocaust denial. And how it started. This is your Squeeze today. No doubt, Claire, all those listening from Melbourne well and truly know all of what we're about to say. But for the benefit of everyone else, currently as it stands, Melburnians can leave home for just four reasons. Permitted work, medical care, essential shopping and exercise for up to two hours. The hope was that come Sunday, some of that would start to change. And for businesses, some cafes and restaurants would be able to resume limited sit-down service, while all retail, hairdressing and beauty services were hoping to reopen. This, however, was all contingent on there being a 14-day daily average of five new COVID cases. That won't happen. Premier Daniel Andrews yesterday said, Claire, and this is the quote, the case numbers are too high to open up now. That is a fact. But there are plenty now questioning that fact. There really is because Melbourne is now more than three months into that lockdown. And as you can understand, people are feeling very itchy about that and the hope that there would be that relief coming this Sunday and that being dashed really is disappointing to people. Yesterday, the Chief Health Officer in Victoria, Brett Sutton, said that it's important to keep the restrictions in place because the remaining chains of transmission in Victoria are some of the trickiest in the world he imagines, and that's because of the high number of what he called complex households. He says that there's large numbers of residents in Melbourne that have language barriers that are currently affected by the virus, and that means that it's tricky, he said. But there are plenty of people, whether they're medical experts, whether they're commentators, whether they're residents who really are questioning why this hard lockdown needs to remain in place when there were just 12 new cases recorded there yesterday yesterday and about that sort of number over the last week or two. As you say, a lot of this has been tough news for Victorians to swallow. Some are taking a stand. For example, one pub owner has asked the High Court to look into the legalities of the lockdown and others are starting to make comparisons with New South Wales. New South Wales yesterday announced a further easing of social distancing restrictions on outdoor dining and on events despite recording seven new locally acquired cases yesterday. That of course, relativity is being drawn because New South Wales is getting on with its life while Victoria remains in this very hard lockdown. Plenty of eyes will be on Daniel Andrews on Sunday when he gives an update on those restrictions. He previously said that the five kilometre travel limit, outdoor activities and socialising rules are being re-evaluated. So there is some hope there. From the Victorian Premier's sticky situation to the one facing New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian, she stated in Parliament yesterday that she had done nothing wrong after those revelations on Monday about her secret relationship with disgraced former MP Daryl Maguire. There's a lot more to run on this one, Claire, especially with Daryl Maguire facing the Independent Commission Against Corruption again today. He goes before that inquiry today and tomorrow. There will no doubt be a lot of coverage of that, of course, getting into claims that he used his position as a politician to gain financially. And that really is getting also down into the details of how he might have used that relationship with Berejiklian to advantage himself. Lots of 
digging being done, every meeting, every photo, every encounter is really being poured after. So it's certainly not the end for Gladys Berejiklian. And if you can believe it, there's more political scandal further north in Queensland. They're in the midst of an election and Liberal National Party leader Deb Frecklington has been accused of allowing property developers to contribute at her fundraising events. That's something that ain't allowed. It isn't allowed. Property developers aren't allowed to contribute to political causes. What Frecklington has said is that property developers might have gone to fundraising events that are open, but as far as she's concerned, they haven't donated to the party. Uh, Anastasia Palaszczuk, the Labor Premier in Queensland, has called for more answers, but Frecklington is adamant that there's nothing to see. That election is on the 31st of October. Leaving Aussie politics now, Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook have always maintained a free speech agenda, but things seem to be bending a bit for them with this latest announcement, Claire, confirming that any material that denies or distorts the Holocaust will be banned on Facebook and Instagram, and also banned will be any ads that encourages people not to get a vaccine. There really has been a shift from Facebook. Of course, Facebook also runs Messenger uh, and Instagram on its position on Mm. these things. It's come under a lot of pressure, particularly in light of that racial unrest in the US and also the upcoming US presidential election to do something to really stop misinformation being spread on their platforms and also, very importantly, around the coronavirus pandemic. So uh, whether it's the Holocaust, whether it's anti vaxxers there seems to be a push against misinformation and that's been welcomed by many. Yeah, important to be clear on the vaccine point. Facebook will still allow ads that advocate against government policies around vaccines, including the COVID-19 vaccine. I've often wondered about this next one, Claire, and it turns out to be true that humans tend to be attracted to people that resemble themselves. Us humans are so weird, aren't we? Uh, (laughs) What a new study has found is that uh, we don't morph into looking like our partner the more time you spend with them, uh, that you just sort of generally meld into the same person. Uh, What this study has found is that as younger people, you tend to pick out people who have similar features to us and it's not um, that those features are necessarily pronounced at that time as we get older, they start to become more prominent. Is that that your nose gets bigger and your ears get bigger and exactly. all that kind of thing? Your there eyes get darker, all of those things, yeah. Gotcha. Winx, our champion racehorse, was due to give birth in the next week, Claire, but sadly she's lost her foal. Very sad for her. She was right at the end of her pregnancy and was due to give birth to a filly, but that filly has been stillborn. That happened on Monday night. Her connections were very disappointed about that. She'll be sad for a while, they say, but the plan is to rejoin her and for her to have another foal in the not-too-distant future. Yeah, of course, Winx is considered by many to be the greatest racehorse Australia's ever seen. So plenty of interest in this one. We're here to keep people up to date with the latest social media trends, Claire. That's pretty dangerous, given my complete lack of social media now, but... You're pretty good at it, I guess. Here we are. We find ourselves doing this. This latest one is a bit of a heart warmer. It's called How It Started, How It's Going. And how this whole thing started is when a grandfather from Belfast shared pictures of him and his daughter Neve at various stages of her academic life in the same spot, same photo, but she's about 10 years older each time. 
It's very wholesome, this one. You don't need to worry about too much cranky material on Twitter. It's a really cute one and it's given lots of stars and brands and very ordinary people an opportunity to celebrate how far they've come. Yeah, it's good to sometimes stop, look back and go, oh, I did that. (laughs) So if you see that doing the rounds on your socials, that's what that is all about. The email subject line, Claire. The email subject line, I've gone for John Mayer's waiting for the world to change. That's certainly what's happening in Melbourne. People seem to be waiting and waiting. Yeah, all eyes on that press conference from Daniel Andrews on Sunday. Before we go, thank you again to everyone who took part in our podcast survey. The winner of the Dan Murphy's gift card was Dale Hillary from Coffs Harbour. Thank you, Dale, for doing that. That's all from us today and we will chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.